All right, guys, we're here uh, for a special weekend edition. Um, we wanted to get to two shows a week, and uh, I ended up scoring free Phillies tickets, so it pushed us off of our normal recording day. So um, we are here with a weekend edition to talk a little bit of top five quarterbacks. I'm Jack, joined today by Ed. What's going on? Um, and you went you went to the Phillies game on a pretty hot day. I got to tell I mean, you. It, it was <laughs> look, you get free tickets, you go. I, <laughs> um, I, <laughs> and especially like we were right behind the dugout, um, right. like like seven rows up, like we were really close. They were just like excellent seats. And I was, I, it's been. My work did a fundraiser there. That's the last time I was at a Phillies game. Obviously, yeah. nobody was at a baseball game really last year. Right. Um, so uh, it's been a little while. Um, this is the first like big event I've been at since you know that hellhole of a year 2020 was. Just like 18 months or whatever. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's a long time. And uh Figured I'd take this this opportunity to go down. I just had to pay for parking, um, and then whatever we ate. But, right. Um, figured I'd take the opportunity to go, and yeah, we sweat for the time we were there and had to wear a lot of sunscreen. <laughs> um, but I, I feel like I've never been a huge baseball fan, but I feel like going to a game—it's a sport where when you go, it's a lot more enjoyable. But I don't yeah, remember. You're not, you're not on like the. I feel like. Because the pace is a lot slower. Yeah. I, I And I feel like the pace yeah. is even slower than it used to be. Yeah. I have to be honest with you. We were there for – we left. It started drizzling, and we parked a little bit away. And we left at like the fourth inning. Um, maybe it was the fifth. And I feel like to get through four – say four and a half innings, it took over two hours. Yeah. You know, it's a long like, time. Yeah. That's – you're talking about a – we're not even ha- we're about halfway through the game, so you're talking about a four hour game. That's a long time to be out there baking in the sun. Sure is. <laughs> um, I just feel like every pitch, they they the the batter steps out of the box, got to adjust his pants, take a practice swing, step back in the box, take another two practice swings. Then the pitcher's got to you know get some chalk on his hands. It's just like every single pitch. It's not even like in between batters or. Like when you took a swing and missed, and maybe you need to reset. Yeah, every, like everything's like labored, you know. Like every single like, they've got to get a clock on some of it. Like, and I feel like once the guy's in the box, like the pitcher should be allowed to pitch. Yeah, you know, like once you put set your once your feet are set, the pitcher should be able to pitch. But it's I agree. So it was so drawn out every pitch and. While it's fun to be at a game, it's it's a job to watch um, because it's a slow game anyway, and I feel like it's gotten even slower. Um, but, but I mean, to your point, it's you know, it's a it could be fun to go with with your friends because you're not you can like catch up on things and you're not. It I don't it, know. It's not like you're watching hockey where you're just dialed into the yeah you know it's a yeah it's like an easier watch you're not like having to be hyper focused like like you like you're saying dialed in yeah no you can you can you know shovel popcorn in your face and (laughs) uh you know and shoot the breeze and it's not you know no one's mad at you that you're messing up their enjoyment of the game yeah for sure 
So, um, but we're here uh, to talk about our favorite subject, fantasy football. Um, and uh, we're going to start with our top five quarterbacks. We did top five receivers, um, which aired on Friday. Um, this will most likely, when you're listening to this, will be Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to see how long we go because quarterbacks and tight ends aren't the same as running backs and and wide receivers, in my opinion. Yeah. It's a little bit different of a subject. So we're going to start with quarterbacks. Depending on how long it runs, we may finish, We may do the top five tight ends all in one show. We'll see how much we unpack here. So I was I was looking, and again, we use you know we use fantasy pros um, for our uh, you know our, our ranks. Uh, our consensus, the can- consensus, the yeah, because it, it compiles all the experts, and then we we kind of compare to like what you also wrote up to. So um, what I noticed was the quarterback position has the largest tier one. So in their tier one, there's five quarterbacks in, in that tier. Yeah. And, and um, which is basically what we're going to be talking about today. Yeah. And like, here's my issue, and this is why, like, I I understand hearing, and I've been a big proponent of it, and I think that you should try to group players together, but I also think that this is one of the downfalls, because it's here, like, I don't know when you look at the next three that there's that much of a tier, like a drop. I think it's when you get between two and three, right? That there is a bit of like a, a you get a little bit more question marks. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I mean, I guess like the point I was was going to make was there's not a whole lot that separates quarterbacks. No, no, and right? when you look at yeah, when you look at like fantasy finishes and you compare like the amount of points scored, the drop off to quarterback, it really takes like you know to, for you to get to quarterback eight before there's like a like a decent drop. Yeah, so. which was. You know, like a couple years ago, maybe it's still the case. You know, um, to like to wait later on quarterbacks to to draft because there's not this big drop off between now, players. So last year, um, the difference between quarterback one and quarterback two is 15 points spread over the season. Mm-hmm. And then from quarterback two to quarterback three is three points. And from quarterback three to four is seven. So still when you get quarterback one to quarterback four, it's 25 points spread over the season. It's not that bad. Mm-hmm. Um, you'd have to really get to quarterback seven where it's a 50-point difference. Yeah. Um, whereas like when you go to, to running back, you know, right off the bat, it's a 20-point difference from one one to two. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from one to seven, right. That it's a 113 point difference. Yeah. That's... You know, like that is a huge difference. Right. And with wide receiver one and two, yeah, they're pretty close to the same, but when you go from two to three, that's 40 points. And when you go from one to seven, it's 60 points. So the, the point being is, is, is what you were saying. The point to wait on quarterback is. Um, there are usually there isn't there aren't these big enormous drops, but there does become a point of diminishing return as well. You can only wait but so long. 
because there is a quality difference between Josh Allen and Baker Mayfield. You know, like that's 150 points. That's a yeah. That's a big. Also, th- to take into consideration, you're only starting one. So, well, in our in our league, we only start it, one. So, I would say in most leagues, they do like right. what I would call the stand the quote unquote standard roster, which is one quarterback, two running backs, two wide receivers, one tight end, one flex, which is running back, wide receiver, tight end, and one defense. And if you're still in a league, maybe a kicker. Mm-hmm. Um, there are leagues that do two quarterback or super flex. Then it just makes position scarcity different. So when you only have to right. start one, the position's less scarce because you only have to roster one at a time. So if you are like you and I, where we're trying to solve for how to make the most important position in football more important in fantasy, like the quickest route is going to quarterback. Yeah, right. Exactly. Um. So we're here to talk quarterback one through five, even though we've just spent a long time discussing there's not that big of a difference between one through seven in terms of points. There may be, even though, and remember too, like I didn't really do the boom bust charts for quarterback, but there are like, just because a guy finishes at a certain spot doesn't mean he wasn't unpredictable. Yeah, I mean, maybe he had like a 50-point game and then, right. And then got you a bunch of 15 point weeks, which to me, like if you're like, if your quarterback is getting under what, 20 20, points. Yeah. I I feel like like, you you lost that week. Like you're probably lost. You really need 20 out of your quarterback. Yeah. 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 At minimum. So you want to talk about the uh, first quarterback on this list? It's, Really it's, no surprise. <laughs> yeah, it's no surprise. Um, you know, Patrick Mahomes ends up number one on their list, number one on my list. It's kind of an easy an easy name, you know, an easy mm-hmm. player to 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 say. But I, I will say what you're what you're drafting for one is offense. We all I think we all agree that he's the best player in the the best quarterback in the league right now. Mm-hmm. Right, but there it doesn't mean that he's without weeks that disappoint you. But I think last season he only had one game under twenty. Yeah, he uh, or two. He had two. He, he's on the best offense in football, arguably. You know, I would say behind Belichick, Andy Reid is probably the best coach in the last what twenty twenty years. So here's a, a hot take because I know I brought it up with with, <laughs> with you, right? With Andy Reid, you don't get the controversy. And depending on how much you want to read into the um, the filming of Signals and the and Deflate Gate, um, you just don't get that with Andy. He plays the game straight up. So um, I, I believe, and I know that you don't agree, and, and I get that six rings separate you, but... I don't know. I feel like it comes along with when someone gets popped with steroids. When you have this much controversy, you do have to put it into a little bit of context. Mm-hmm. You know, Andy Reid has been to a Super Bowl um, with two different teams. He's won with the Chiefs. Um, his coaching tree is better. Uh, like, personally, if there was no Belichick, it would be hands down. Andy Reid is probably the best quarterback of his generation. Only to possibly be argued that someone from his lineage might be better in Harbaugh, you know, like uh, mm-hmm. 
but it depends how much you want to read into the into the controversy. Um, I don't know if you've gotten to watch Dark Side of Football on um, Vice. I have not. Uh, so um, they have a program on on Belichick and the and the Pats. All right. And yeah, right. I would check it out. Like, I think that in the moment we wanted to downplay it a bit, but I th- I think that we we should take a better look at how much to put some of these victories in the context. And I, you know, like, I, I don't know, it, you know, like, there are some things to to question about it, you know, like, and. Therefore, this is a long way of me going is I think there's an argument to be made for Andy Reid being a like a better coach. He doesn't manipulate the game. Right. You know, like and take my opinion for what it's worth, but he doesn't manipulate the game. If that's what if you're a person that likes someone that pushes everything and maybe sometimes goes over the line, I get it why you would argue about for Belichick. Uh, and the rings define that but when you have to go back and look at maybe some things were over the line and he still was able to get those rings i don't know you know like they should be put into some form of context and but, he's also had tom brady his whole career that yeah. doesn't <laughs> i mean right that that doesn't it doesn't hurt things yeah andy Reid has done it with different quarterbacks and different quarterbacks of varying talent levels you know like Ed, but that's my bit on Andy Reid. <laughs> um, I don't know. You know, like, I, I just feel like there's a re- – like, that telling of the line and everything, like, and, and playing the game that way, I think that's part of the reason why his assistants never win anywhere. <laughs> um, because that formula requires a lot of people willing to push those envelopes, you know, yeah. like – and maybe they're not the geniuses um, that people want to crown them as, you know, but just that they're the willing, the willing uh, participants. But anyway, your point, Andy Reid, arguably is second best coach of his generation. So you can't yes. just take away the six <laughs> rings. I get it. You know? Yeah. He, he's always like evolving his offense and, and a trailblazer, you know, yeah. like remember here when he was the coach, everybody used to rip on him for throwing the ball 60% of the time. Yeah. I mean, he kind of, yeah, he, he, he's just great at finding players that fit into what he wants to do. Um, and the man loves barbecue. How can I not be a fan? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Mahomes. I mean, what what else can you say? It's like clear cut number one. Um, last season, he plays in fifteen games. Uh, let's see here. He throws for forty seven hundred yards for thirty eight touchdowns. Um, incredible, and he runs two in. So make that. F- 40 yeah. total touchdowns, 300 right? And 300 <laughs> rushing yards. Yeah. Right? So he's responsible for 5,000 yards. Right. Um, I don't see any drop-off this year. He still has weapons around him, uh, great weapons. And he they kind of improved the offensive line a, a bit. They've tried to – right. They've tried to address some of their issues. We'll see how much improved it will be. Um, but they have tried. 
Um, our next player on the list. I don't know. I, I'm a little surprised by this. Um, Josh Allen. I'm not. Um, I mean, he's not number two on my list, um, yeah. but I'm not surprised. Um, because, again, sometimes when you have a player like this where they have a, a, a breakout season, um, sometimes you expect it to go – he's young, right? You expect it uh-huh. to be even better or the same the next season. You don't expect regression unless something bad happened, right? An injury or something like that. Right. So the next three players we talk about, like Josh Allen, um, not only did he throw for 4,500 yards, 37 touchdowns, but he can run the ball. So he has – this is why I guess he's in that second slot. So he has 420 yards rushing – and eight touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Um, like, if your quarterback can get eight touchdowns on the ground, like, he's doing you a, a, a huge service for your team. Your and and team. over, if they get you over 200 rushing yards, right? Like, it, it's free. Like, that's the hack, like, my opinion mm-hmm. when it comes to when it comes to running or quarterbacks is if you can get one who can get you decent rushing yards, it just provides like bonus points. You know, it's, it's 0.1 yard per rush or one, one point or 0.1 points for every yard rushed or one point for every 10, depending on how your scoring goes or one point for every 25 yards passing. So like that, the guys who can run have just that added bonus. Yeah. And then looking over his, like, career, so he's entering his fourth year, what jumps out to me the most, because, like, his rushing is pretty consistent. Um, his first year, he has six, 631 yards rushing, eight touchdowns. The year after, 5'10 for nine. Um, but you really see a jump um, in his completion percentage so it goes 52 58 to 69 they and he's definitely adding got him 50. better weapons yeah he's at well he yeah for sure digs um so do you see any drop off from these numbers i mean i do like you can't anytime someone finishes in the top three, you can't always project they're going to continue to finish in the top three, right? right? Like, um, so thirty-seven touchdowns. Maybe, maybe you don't repeat that. You know, yeah. like maybe it's thirty. You know, um, but the re- the reality is, is like any good like quarterback and a and a passing offense, they're going to get you over four thousand passing yards, right? So you can only project so much. Down, right? So Allen is my quarterback three. You know, like, so... um, uh, You you do have to project that he's going to be... You're going to be there. Mm -hmm. But... um, There, you know, like if I um, um, I did do a little bit. So 56% of the time, Allen was a top 12 quarterback. 
which is was the lowest of all the quarterbacks that I had put in the top five. Um, but I I said like let's look at how Allen did against projection, which sometimes tells a more complete story because sometimes being a top twelve isn't really what you want to look at. If you had a bad matchup, if you're playing a good defense, your projection is going to be lower, right? So uh-huh. it's, you want to maybe look at how someone plays against projection, which is um, nine out of fourteen games he ex- either um, exceeded expectation or was within a point of it. So it comes down to the five games where he fell short of projection expectation. They were short by an average of about five and a half points. Um, so you have to look at what the projection was and and how you feel about it. Um, but um, again, there's an ebb and flow to Allen's game. He took a major step forward, 37 touchdowns. Um, and the rushing touchdowns have been consistent for three years. Right, so you you can pencil him in pretty much for eight or nine rushing touchdowns. Right, right. So even if his touchdowns slip to thirty thirty three, he still is backing you up with eight rushing touchdowns. Um, you know, the like, difference. So, like, I will say the difference between this year and last year is you're not getting the value that you're. No, he's going to cost you. He would have got last year. Yeah, he's going to cost you. Like, I think last year in our league, um, he went in like the 10th round or something. Like, there was similarity between him last year and Lamar Jackson the year before. Right. So, So, like, he will cost you. Like, I expect Mahomes to go first and probably, probably Allen second i think most, it will go this way most likely um yeah most likely but um again it's going to be who you prefer in some of these names mm-hmm. so our, our next uh, quarterback is uh, kyler murray kyler murray is my two so flip-flop josh allen and kyler murray um, okay that but that's now what I, what's your What's your argument for Murray in the second slot? That's um, pretty high for for a third year guy, right? Is this where you think he makes his? Well, I think if he makes an improvement, he also he was really good, you know, like yeah. So, um, so if he makes any improvement, it's going to be that. But again, when you look at these rushing yards, it's the hack. It's the hack. So. 819 rushing yards. Um, 3,900 passing yards is, is lower in terms of passing, but the rushing yards is about, you know, it's, it's almost double. Mm-hmm. Um, so those free points, you know, that you're talking about, you know, that's 81, almost 82 fantasy points just on rushing yards with no touchdowns. And then there you have 11 touchdowns. And I think that, I don't see the rushing touchdowns for Murray really coming down. Um, I think it's going to continue to be the way that it was last year. Like, I don't think that James Conner, like, so as bad as Drake was, I don't know that Ken or James Conner has shown us anything to say he's better. Mm-hmm. So I just, I think that the, the rushing volume is just a little bit higher. And if he grows any as a passer, they did add some more receiving weapons. You know, you might not think much of A.J. Green 
at this point in his career, but they did draft a couple of receivers as well. Um, and I feel like that's what you do, and that's what they did with what Buffalo did with Allen. I, I think that's what we saw the Eagles do with Wentz. Was when a quarterback reaches that like year two, year three is when you start adding the weapons. Do it while they're on a cheaper contract, and they're adding the weapons now. And I think that I don't think he's as good a passer. He's obviously a much smaller guy than Allen, um, but I think when you add more weapons, it is good for for Murray. Um, you know, he's going to be a lot less dependent on just throwing the ball 5,000 times to Hopkins. Um, Hopkins will get around 5,000 targets, but there (laughs) are some other bodies there. So I think the rushing is going to be a bit better. And I think that the running game in Arizona has not improved. So they're going to rely on Mary to run still. Uh, any concern with, so when, with, Running quarterbacks comes risk, you know, like, uh, obviously we don't predict injuries here. Um, you're always going to be a smaller cons- guy. Yeah. Like I just, you're always going to be concerned with right. a quarterback who's under six foot tall, you know, like that's, oh, that's a concern whether they run or not. <laughs> um, but it is what it is. Like I have to rank, I can't, I think that anybody that's going to sit there and say, like, I think he's going to miss two games or three games. Why not a season? You know, like, I can't I, but, really. Yeah. I, 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 this is what I think. If I'm an NFL team, I don't want my quarterback necessarily running that much. He's going into his third. See, I do see running yards and the touchdowns coming down. But I see that going into more passing yards and touchdowns. That's kind of my prediction. But do you here. do you I'm, believe yeah. that Lamar Jackson's going to run less? Like I think teams just want to win, whatever way it takes. They do. Um, and yeah, I wanted my quarterback to get hit less, but you also don't want to like. I feel like we in Philly have learned this experiment when when we wanted Donovan when Donovan McNabb himself wanted to sit in the pocket, and it just wasn't who he was. You know, like, and I just. I don't know. But like I, I, I think so. I think Murray's a better passer than yes, Jackson. yes. But he's probably uh, yes, yes. So I'm looking. So like, but he's also the telling sign to me is mm-hmm. his completion percentage, which is pretty damn good. Like yeah, but Jackson doesn't have DeAndre Hopkins. No, he doesn't. True, he he does not. It's a good point. I just um, go 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 on because I think that you have good points to 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 make here. I don't want to. Keep yeah, I like. I think you see regression in touchdown rushing touchdowns. Eleven's a lot, um, but I see that going in too. I think he'll have more passing touchdowns. So um, I'm on fade fade the noise. Yeah. Um, because they have some really interesting advanced stats. So designed rush yards, which is an interesting thing to see for a quarterback. Mm-hmm. They have that as 390. So like plays that he said went down under center and then it was a designed rush. That's almost half of his rushing yards was on design rushes. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, and yeah, then, that's a, that is a lot. Yeah. 
so um, that I, I just I find that to be interesting because we you would have to say that that's going to come down, right? And do do they call it that way? It you know, but the the scrambles and the scramble yards is worth you know that's four hundred and twenty seven compared to three ninety. Um, yeah. You know, with better receivers, does that change? I I don't know. You know, but it is an interesting breakdown. And I'm not. Sh- I just don't know if we if we take to say take three hundred rushing yards off. Right, that's about thirty fantasy points. And if you put three hundred, if it's an equal to equal, you just put it on passing yards. Obviously, it's worth a lot less. Yeah, that's see, that's what I think is going to happen. Um, um, yeah, but I think so, the offense will be better next year too. So even if you take some of those rushing yards off, I still think he's competent enough. And I don't, I really don't think those touchdowns are going to come down. I, I mean, like other than like, I don't think that the amount of quarterback scrambles that end up in the end zone or, or designed rush plays for him uh-huh. when they get close. I just think that interior of their line along with Drake was so in, like, I, I just think when you have those kind of quarterbacks, it's the same way with Mahomes. While he didn't get the touchdowns last year, that they did start to call more of those kind of plays. And I just I don't know that James Conner is that much better than Kenyon Drake that all of a sudden eleven becomes five and six go to you know, he got Drake still got a lot of work down at the goal line. It's, it's not yeah. like, you know, and Murray still ended up with 11 t- rushing touchdowns. Uh-huh. That's all. You know, like, I just think that there's a guaranteed amount of work there. And I think that it's sh- it overall, even if some of the rushing comes down, I'm with you. The passing should be up enough to buttress it. And right. um, therefore, he's in my two. So in the fourth slot, we got Lamar Jackson. Who last year he did not return on where you invested, taking him at. Okay, no, no. six games under twenty points. Yeah, he, that's he, about half the fantasy that, season, yeah. you know. <laughs> right, <laughs> that's yeah. So he has twenty seven hundred yards passing, twenty six touchdowns. Here's where he shines. Obviously, the thousand yard rusher, seven touchdowns on the ground. But from 2019 to 2020, he's got, let me see, he's got 10 less passing touchdowns, which is gigantic. And he has around uh, 400 yards less uh, passing yards. Um, so he didn't return on his investment last year, but what do you think about this year? Well, um, even if he didn't return back on investment, even though he had those games, he still finished well in terms of a fantasy finish. Mm-hmm. Um, so he is in my five again because the rushing yards are just that valuable. Um, and I, I, I feel like a broken record saying it, but it just they just are. Um, so I just want to make sure that like I'm I'm correct here in in some of these things. Um, so he ends the season with 341 fantasy points. Um, 
a thousand rushing yards. That's better than a good chunk of running backs. Yeah, I would say, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. Um, so obviously 20 under like under 4,000 at this point, passing yards for any quarterback is concerning, right? Like even when we just talked about Marriott, which was just under 4,000 under like a good quarterback at this point, like if they don't get 4,000, you're, you're wondering why, um, mm-hmm. you better have a really, really, really good defense. Um, or the best rushing team in the league, which, you know? which Baltimore is the, they run the highest amount of yeah. run plays in the league. Um, but you know, and there's a, there's a big, but here, um, you have to, you have to look at that and yes, he finishes with a lot of points, but really that comes, you may have been eliminated from the playoffs by the time he really got it going. Mm -hmm. So there's a stretch here, right? So you're talking about week one, 27, week two, 17, week three, week three, 14, then 26, then 14 again. Then he gets 28 in week six, then a bye, and then it's 16, 16, 22, and 17. That is when you're fighting for your playoff life. Yeah, week he basically eight, starts hitting his stride week 11. Week Well, week 13. Yeah. Right? Like week week 11, he gets 17 and a half. And then it's then he's he missed a week. Um, and then it's week 13 through... 15, which is like your playoff weeks. Yeah, he he probably won you some games. 26, 34, and 30. That's yeah. you're in love with that. But he may have knocked you out of the playoffs with that with that middle of the you know like if you drafted Lamar Jackson last year, it cost you probably at best a second round pick. You For know, sure. Like, um, maybe you were in a league you could have got him in a third round if it's like a normal home league, but really probably the second round. If you had you know like that return on investment. It, it it probably killed you. It probably killed you. So like yes. Those... So yeah, for this year though, they added some receivers around them. Um, so I see those. I see the passing yards coming back up, and I see those the touch, the passing touchdowns coming back up. Yeah, I mean, I I still think with the rushing yards, he can only be but so bad. Correct, right? That's and that's the thing. That's yeah. the thing here is he can only you know like he can only be so bad. He's not relying. He's not a one dimensional player. I mean, like he's mostly a. The passing is not, you know, fantastic as far as like pro, the prolific, how prolific yeah. it is, but um. But he can only be but so bad. And that's what you also have to realize is like sometimes even if even with those weeks that were bad, now this being quarterback four or five, it's not costing you a second or a third round pick probably. No. Your team will be built a little different. Those weeks might not hurt as bad. And they should be less. Those bad weeks should be less next season. In yeah, volume. It's, in volume. It's great. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think as much as, you know, how good the NFL is at, you know, they had him on tape, on tape basically, and were able to contain him in some capacity. You would think that Baltimore would change up what they're going to do with him and, 
evolve uh, to help him out a little bit more. So, you know, I, I see his passing coming back up. Yeah, I think Harbaugh's a good enough coach, you know, like yeah. to put him in better situations to, to win. Right. Um, and to and to be better. Um, that being said, I don't know how much history we've had in the, in the league in the past decade with teams that run the ball as much as Baltimore winning championships. So it's going to be interesting because um, they, their run plays, there are a lot of them. Um, that just doesn't seem to be how elite teams win anymore. Right. Um, um, that's, that, that does not affect fantasy. <laughs> no. So next on the list here is uh, Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott is not in my top five. So just Dak Prescott is my number seven. Okay. Um, we'll see who you exchange. You said uh, Jackson. So you have somebody different in your four spot, Correct. basically. Um, so obviously last year Dak suffered uh, like a gruesome ankle injury. Um. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty, pretty ugly. Pretty ugly. Um, so he only plays in five games, but like he was rolling in those five games. That he, he was played. very good. He was very yeah. Good. Um, so if you if we back up a season, twenty nineteen, he's almost thrown for five thousand yards. He's 30 touchdowns. Uh, he can run the ball a bit. Not not great, but a little bit. So he has uh, 277 rushing yards for three touchdowns. Um, I mean, he's given you tremendous statistics there. Um, so why do you have Prescott falling out of your top five it's not even about him as much um it's about the guys i have above him okay you know like it's not like like i'm not gonna sit here and say like um he's yeah what did i have like um my only concern is the offensive line Mm -hmm. um i think that we have had offensive line and like great offensive line in dallas is synonymous for so long that I'm not sold that they weren't the reason that not only he got hurt, but that Zeke wasn't quite as good either. Um, I don't know, you know, I'd have to, I, I, it's not an offensive line. I've scouted. Like I've looked at the, the stats much further, uh-huh. but um, I do have some concerns there. Other than that, what am I supposed to, three out of his five weeks, he got over 25 points last season. That's a great, that's great. That's that's not just good; it's great. Um, and in twenty, so like when I look at twenty nineteen, he had six weeks under twenty points because we have we can't really look at last year that much. He was a top twelve quarterback sixty three percent of the time in twenty eighteen. It was thirty eight percent in twenty seventeen. It was thirty eight percent. So what are we? What how, like what season matters more? Um, and I feel like they have a like quite a, they've spent they've invested a lot in wide receivers in the draft. Um, I don't think that their defense is that great, so I do think they're going to pass a lot. And I also think that the years of Zeke getting under three hundred or over three hundred carries are over. 
You know, uh-huh. like so I think that Dak's gonna have a lot of opportunity to be very, very good. I just Dak falls at seven to me. The guys above him are Russell Wilson. Uh-huh. Um, who seems to find his way into the top five no matter what. Yes. Um, <laughs> I've had him the last couple of years. Um Wilson uh I, f- I feel like the last two years he he starts off the year as like through the first, I want to say like eight to ten games, like you're, you can almost pencil him as in as the MVP, and then it always seems he drops off the last couple weeks. So, right, um, but hopefully by then, you know, either you've picked up somebody who can, you know, who's flashed, or you're in good enough shape that you're rolling in the playoffs anyway. You know, like yeah. So. um so just not... real quick, I, I want to go back to something you said. Um, I'm looking at Pro Football Focus, and they have the Cowboys ranked uh, as the sixth best offensive line. I I don't agree. Um, I just I just don't agree. They had a lot of injuries last year. That is kind of what yeah, but, this is saying, right? But that again, so. That's great that you get guys back, but you're also assuming that you're getting them back to what they were before their injury. Right. You know, like, and I just don't, I'm not so, I'm not sold when that, like, there's one thing that you know about offensive lines, right? And that's that they, like, when they have congruity, when they, there isn't much turnover or change, that's when they're at their best. And when God, if they had, a few injuries, great, and they're getting them back, but you, you're also assuming they're going to return to a level. And they're not young anymore. Mm-hmm. So I just, I would imagine that I would probably have to, you know, again, look at it, but it's a, it's making some assumptions I'm not quite so sure we can. So to round out the top five, we got Mahomes, Allen, Kyler Murray, Jackson, Prescott. Now give me your your five. So the guy that I have at four is Aaron Rodgers. Now obviously that depends if he plays or not. That's somebody I wanted to talk about. So they, Fantasy Pros has him in the eighth spot. Um, do you see him holding out and or being traded? I mean, look, I can see all of the above happening. So, again, if if we're into actual draft season and Aaron Rodgers has not reported, don't take him at quarterback four. Right. You know, like, let's – but right now I'm operating with the assumption that if he's not playing Green Bay, he'll be playing in, like, Denver, you know, and – or any other place that would love to have him. Um. But if he's still holding out by then and that we don't have any clarity, then don't just assume that he's where I have Deshaun Watson right now, which is unranked, um, and and move on. But right now, mm-hmm. I have him at four, assuming he's going to play. Just like I have Adams at number one, assuming that Aaron Rodgers is playing. So I'm not going to – I guess what I'm saying is, is like I'm not going to speculate and try to hedge and put him at seven – because what is seven if he doesn't play? Right. I just he's under. If he has not reported by the time you draft for us, that's one of the last weeks in August. If he has not reported by then, and you're still taking him, then you shouldn't be taking him at seven. Right. 
You should be taking him outside the top 12. That being said, I'm not going to move him try and try to hedge. I think that he when he if he plays, four is where he belongs. So we'll we'll kind of find out. So July twenty seventh um, is is training camp. So we'll find out. We'll have more answers and in the next actually twenty something days. You know, um, I think we'll have some answers even sooner. So. July, what's today's date? July 3rd. So he didn't opt yeah. out of the season. Right. He had until 4 o'clock yesterday to opt out of the 2021 season. So right off the end, he still would have gotten a certain amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so at least we know that much. So now it's what's going to happen between him and the Packers. Yeah, I mostly... St- I don't know. I I I have a feeling he he might get he, traded. He may, and if he gets yeah. traded to Denver, I probably am going to leave him at four. Yeah. <laughs> you know, if he gets traded to Denver or even Oakland, I'm probably going to leave him at four. And they're the two of the teams that were rumored. Those teams have good weapons. Do they have Devontae Adams? No, but they have really good weapons. They do. So, um. You can bump uh, Portland Sutton up in the rankings if, if he goes oh, to December. For sure. <laughs> and Noah Fant and yeah. um, Jerry Judy. You know, like, yeah. right. there are a lot of good players on that offense um, there in Denver. So, um, with Aaron Rodgers, I'll read more of what I wrote because we're, you know, like I did that more, I guess, when we disagreed with Fantasy Pro, like the consensus rankings. Um, mm-hmm. On the other top, on the other topics. So, um, let's see here. If you're, uh, if you're taking a quarterback early, what are you looking for? Going back to 2015 and years, Rogers has gotten a full season. He has finished inside the top 12 every single time. His worst was quarterback 10. His best was quarterback one. Last year, he was quarterback three. He only had two games under 20 points and was a plug-and-play starter all year. I don't... I guess when I look at it and he finishes inside the top five with the other guys above him playing, like, I I don't understand what he's shown me to say that he should be quarterback seven other than hedging. Right. Right? It's not like Lamar Jackson all of a sudden... Is gonna like he may be better, but is he gonna? I mean, Aaron Rodgers. He's the best quarterback until Mahomes came along. Yeah, he. All right, so he has other than Brady. We don't even consider Brady in that conversation. That's no a different stratosphere. Right. Um, he has forty-eight touchdowns last year. Okay. I mean, that's ridiculous. At 36 Um, years old. But if you go back the last couple seasons, 
He's he's around the the twenty five mark, let's say. So, what's 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 real? You know what I mean? Like, what can I expect? I mean, it, again, it has to do with um, what you expect from the offense and the coach and how they play the game. So remember, so last, not this past year, the year before, was the first year under Lafleur, right? And then before then, it was McCarthy, who mm-hmm. apparently they did not like each other very much. But I also feel like Aaron Rodgers does that with a lot of people. Right. <laughs> um, but uh, you do have to... When we look at it, like, yeah, his other best year was 40, right? So it's, which was in 2016, four years ago. Um, So is he going to hit 48? Probably not. But I, again, why not 35? Yeah, which is still incredible, right? Which is still great. And the 42.99 isn't his best year in yardage, right? It's actually Mm -hmm. like, you know... When it comes to a 16-game season, other than 2019, it's not one of his best. Um, it's like middle of the road. Um, his best year through the air was 44-28, it looks like. But then he has a he has, a, he has two 40 or 4,442. So he has two over 4,400, one at 4,300. Um, no, he's got two two at 4,400, one at 4,300. And then this one at forty two ninety nine, and then another one at forty two hundred. So like, and four thousand. So, I just, what do I want? I want opportunity. I want opportunity. So, if I think that, I think that he's got it. And even though that the, the other receivers on this team aren't as good as Devonte Adams, or maybe the number twos aren't as good as other teams, well, it's another year that they're back. Uh-huh. You know, which does provide some chemistry. So yeah, you might not get some of those like weird Robert Tunyon long touchdowns, you know. But they pass a lot at the goal line. They're I think they're one of the highest in per- terms of percentage. I'll I'll double check myself, but I think you're right. Um, yeah, they pass a lot at the at, at the goal line. But I'll check at least inside the um. Let's check inside the five. Yeah, the most. Last season, 30 attempts inside the five. And he completes 24 of this, that 30. Right. You know, it's, it's Josh Allen has one less than it's Brady and Mayfield and Derek Carr. And then there's a big drop, you know. Um, so they, they pass a lot in tight quarters. So again, you have to ask yourself, how much does that change? what has changed to make it change, but also like how much does that change? Um, the season before 2019, it was 17 attempts. I just think they got to the, under the five less. Yeah. Um, and wh- where do you have Wilson in your six. sixth spot? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have Wilson above Dak again. It's just sometimes like, when, when I'm ranking sometimes, it's not just necessarily that I think a guy is going to finish four or five or six. Sometimes it's just about, one is what is their pathway to get here or better? 
but also like what's the best bet for this guy finishing who has the best bet of this person finishing as a startable quality player yeah. you know and it's no you know Dak is not he's at 7 it's not a crazy far I'm not like I'm crazy far off but if I were to bet between Dak and Aaron Rodgers who has a better chance of finishing inside the top 5 I'm probably going to take Aaron Rodgers Yeah, you can get so you could probably get Aaron Rodgers what like in the seventh round maybe. Um, we can look at it. Yeah. Um. So Aaron Rodgers is going off as quarterback eight at pick fifty four. Okay. So, depending on the size of your league, and again, this is by the mock drafts done on Fantasy Pros. Right. That's about the four four and a half round mark. He's going nine picks after Justin Herbert and ten picks after Dak Prescott. Or, you know, Patrick Mahomes is, is right now at the average of the 13th pick overall. Again, like 41 picks after Mahomes. Right. You know, like I'm not, I'm not against like this is in that fifth round. Like to me, like unless some guy has really fallen, I'm fine with starting to look at quarterbacks there. As long as they're guys that I think have a good chance of finishing inside the top five. Yeah. You know, so and with Aaron Rodgers, as long as he plays, I think betting on him to finish inside the top five is not a bad bet. Um, no, not at all. <laughs> so I just want to go through here. So last year he finishes at top, as quarterback three. Um, 2019 he missed some games, right? He finishes he quarterback. Games. Yeah. No, he, he finishes quarterback 10. He plays all 16, but I don't think that – I think he left a game or two. Um, 2018, quarterback six. 2017. I think that's the year he that's missed. That's that the year he missed. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So we'll go, we'll go back. 2016 is quarterback one. Right? So we're inside the top seven as long as he plays. Quarterback seven in 2015. You know, like, I just think it's a very safe bet as long as, you know, like, as long as he actually plays football. Yeah, I, for sure. Like, we like to say, pencil him in. <laughs> pencil him in. He's not, you know, like, you, you might not get a top five, but you're not getting worse than a 10. And he's not usually a guy that explodes one week and then one week it's nothing. Now, uh, uh, I'm going to bring up kind of a controversial player what's going on with Watson I mean he's in some legal trouble yeah I mean I don't want to I don't I don't think he's going to play next season right um I there's so much is up in the air um that what do they call that the commissioner's exempt list Mm -hmm. I think that's where he ends up um, until this gets resolved, whatever way it's going to get resolved. 
And he um, might even get traded. Yeah, I mean, we'll we'll see. Um, yeah. I can't see who's going to pay up for a guy you don't think is going to play or is going to miss half the season. Yeah. You know, like, or more. And I'm taught, like, this is not my judgment on him as a person and the, the um, allegations against him. Just my thought on if he's going to play or not. Mm-hmm. So I can't rank him. Yeah, I mean, that's that's fair. He has much less of a chance in my eyes of playing than, than Rodgers does. Right. So if you want to, you know, if that's a player you want to take a dart throw at, like he's uh, Josh Gordon, okay. No, just not my advice. Um, anything else on quarterback? Um, now, give me a player that you could see that we just talked about that's outside the top five that could get into the top five. Outside? I mean, anybody that's into it, like Justin Herbert could very easily get into the top five. Okay. Um, Tom Brady could be in the top five. Right. Uh, I mean, hell, even Tannehill could get in the top five. I don't foresee it, but is it possible? He finished his quarterback seven last year, and they got a better weapon for him. So um, Herbert is an interesting name. Um, rookie last year, he finishes nine. Um, yeah, so is he somebody that can break into the top five? Maybe. The hot name in, in fantasy circles to do that is is hurts. Yes, because of the running ability. Right. Well, and um, Sirianni had a decent enough track record with, you know, like quarterbacks who are like, quote unquote, like, I feel like in a similar situation as hurts. And it's, I, I don't want to sit here and say like, quote unquote, like below average. Cause I don't think that he's a below average quarterback, but mm-hmm. like a guy who's not considered to be an elite player. Um, and they brought in the off, you know, the offensive coordinator, the quarterback coach from the chargers Mm -hmm. to work with them, who a lot of people are saying, you know, spent a lot of time with Herbert. So, um, it's not necessarily my pick. I just don't know that, you know, we, us being in Philadelphia, I don't know that we've seen enough to set, you know, like to say, you know, that correct. I I think it's. It's would be too risky for me. Depending on the cost. Yeah. Uh, um, no, like, just in general. Like, I don't think I want to take that risk. Yeah, what if he was your week. second quarterback? And you That'd just wanted fine. to see. And you just wanted to see if he, Abs- he breaks out, you know? Absolutely. That um, I'd be comfortable with. So let's um, just um, keep going, and I'm going to look something up while you're Yeah, down. I was going to say, like, I'm not... Co- because, like, I'm looking at his uh, where they have him ranked ninth. Um, so you know, like, he's going above like Brady, Tannehill, Stafford. No, well, um, uh, that's expert consensus. That's not average draft. 
So average draft right. position, he's going above Tannehill and Stafford. He's not going above Brady. Got it. Um, right now, average draft position is 77 overall, quarterback 10, which means he's going about the six and a half round if you're in a 12-team league. Got it. Yep. So at that price, if I haven't taken a quarterback yet, I might take that swing just because when you start looking at the quarterbacks after him, the upside is different, right? Like what I wrote for, what I wrote for um, Lamar Jackson, I think uh, fits here and it's not because of the player, but I want to, uh, uh, to quote D'Angelo Vickers, you could be making the biggest mistake of your life or the biggest good decision of your life. If you want some boring white bread clock watcher who's going to get your paper when you order it for the agreed upon price, Andy's not your guy. Um, and I think that's a bit of the, you know, like it's round six and a half. I think that that could apply to Hertz as well. Mm-hmm. Where I'd be willing to because I don't think that Trevor Lawrence offers the same level of upside. Or Baker Mayfield. Do you think Joe Barrow does? I do. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I do. Like, I think I... See, it's tough because you can be a bad quarterback but score points because you can also run. You know what I mean? Like... Well, and that's what, again, what we that, mentioned so earlier. So if that's what, yeah, I mean, we're going off that, I, I guess, yes, fine. Um, so, again, we're not doing full-out projections, but um, Hertz had 354 rushing yards last year, and he didn't start every game. No, I mean, he, he didn't start till much I think much later in the season so um week yeah it would be like week 14 yeah and he you know he gets 354 yards so is is he in that 800 yard rushing range if he plays the whole season yeah I could see that 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 brings the upside up a lot it sure does, yeah. So if round six and a half, so we're in this city with the people we draft with, I can't see them lasting to that far. But round six and a half, I'm okay with taking the risk. It's those early quarterbacks you don't, which are the, the cost is a lot different. Mm-hmm. You know, Patrick Mahomes in round two, if you're taking one of the more, neither none of these guys are really that risky, but... um if it fouls, it hurts a lot more than your sixth round pick. Your sixth round pick, you should have two running backs, three receivers, or three running backs, two receivers, or two, 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 and a tight end. You know, like yeah. you should have more of a team together by then. Right. But I would imagine in like in our draft and other drafts in this area, someone's going to take him in like the fourth round. I mean. Uh, that okay. I can't advise. That I can't advise. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. but sixth, I'm okay with the risk. Yeah, I, I can't. 
I would gladly pass that up this year to see how he does. That that's just my opinion. Um, I think I just yeah, I'd rather have other guys are going around him. You're just not but a I, member of the Vanderlyn gang. You're not a gunslinger. No, Red. I'm not. I'm the. <laughs> I'm I'm part of the O'Driscolls. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Those fellers. Yeah. So that's quarterback. That's quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, I guess we can get into tight end next week. Yeah, yeah. This was actually longer than I expected. We'll we'll yeah. do tight ends next week. Um, we'll probably have to pair that with another subject because tight end is really like a three position, or th- maybe you could say four. And then once you get beyond that top four, um, all bets are off. You're just trying to fish for touchdowns. Yeah, it's the wild west of yeah. It's basically yeah. So um, we'll get into that next week, um, but that's quarterback, top five quarterbacks. We'll be back next week with top five tight ends and another yet-to-be-known subject. Maybe top five kickers. No, I'm just kidding. No, you couldn't hear me. (laughs) Um, Otherwise, we'll see you guys next week. All right.